Hi, I'm Avi Uniglick, your tech concierge. Welcome Wednesday, and I'd like to welcome you to the original Anchor Station, providing tech talk tips and observations. I invite you to participate in the show. On Welcome Wednesdays, I do something special. If you are new to Anchor, call in. I'd like to introduce you to all of my friends. If you favorite my station, I'll call you and we'll do a five-minute record with friends session so you can introduce yourself and let everyone know what you're doing. Remember, and this is for everyone, if you've got questions, I've got answers. Just call in, comment. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Stay tuned. More Tech Talk Tips coming up. It's Bernie in Ireland. I have a question for you about going to sleep. It, no, not me as a listener falling asleep listening to you, which I don't do. But techniques or essential procedures you would offer to a client about putting their laptop to sleep. Is there a recommended tip you give to somebody that you, you tell them, Look, if you've got a, a Windows PC laptop, do it through the power button, physically pushing it, or do it through the on-screen command, stick it to sleep, or shut it off. If you have an SSD, it's going to boot up right away. Here's the reason I ask. <laughs> My job gave me a, a new laptop, and I discovered by putting the iPad mini on the right-hand part of the keyboard, it goes to sleep. I don't think it should. Should it? This is your Tech Talk Tip for Welcome Wednesday, 12-6-17, in response to Bernie Goldbach's call, who wanted to know what's going on with his new laptop, because he can place his iPad on the right side of the keyboard, where I assume, Bernie, your power button likely is. Why you would put your iPad on your keyboard is beyond me. I have no idea, but if you did that, and it had any impact on the power button, the power button has certain behaviors. Now let's look. I assume, obviously, you're using a Windows laptop. And if you're doing that, we need to take a look at some things. So, on your laptop, I want you to right-click on the main desktop of the screen and go down to where it says Display Settings. Under Display Settings, you have an option off to the left side of the screen under System where it says Power and sleep. When you go there, power and sleep gives you some options. They give you options for screen going to sleep as well as sleep going to sleep. Okay, So if it's on battery power, you can turn off the screen after a certain amount of time. And when it's plugged in, you can turn off the screen after a certain amount of time. If you want it to go to sleep, same deal. On battery power, you can choose when you want the PC to go to sleep after a certain number of minutes or never. And when it's plugged in, you could have the PC go to sleep after a certain amount of time. Okay. In addition to that, over to the right side of the screen, you have additional power settings. You can click on that. And this, again, assumes Windows 10 on your laptop. I assume that's what you're using. Here, you have customize a power plant, okay? A power plant is a collection of hardware and system settings like display brightness, sleep, etc. that manages how your computer uses power. And you can learn all about power plans there. <clears throat> In addition, you have plans 
shown for the different types. So you could have a balanced plan, you could have a power saver plan, and you can change those plans to adjust however you like. In addition, there are behaviors that you could choose on the left side as to how the power buttons affect sleep. So if you choose what happens with your power button, you could either have the power button turn sleep on when it's plugged in, when you press the power button, there might be a sleep button on your laptop that has adjustments. And there's also adjustments with what happens when you close the lid of your laptop. You can either have this uh, machine go to sleep when you close the lid. You could have it hibernate and you could have it shut down or do nothing. It all depends what your goals are. Now this is part two of power management for your Windows PC with Windows 10. Bernie, where you we left off, you had an option to choose a power plan, what type, whether it was balanced or power saver. If you click on either of those to change the plan settings, you'll also see some options for changing advanced power settings. And if you click on there, you'll have the ability to turn your hard disk on or off or off after a certain amount of time, or such as that. You can go through a number of different power settings there, and it breaks it down. You can change the sleep settings there. You can change what happens to USB settings. You could have it do a number of things. There are all types of options. So, with all those adjustments customized to your liking, the question is, what should you do with regard to sleep and a laptop? Well, that depends. If my clients use a laptop to do backup to the cloud or they're doing some type of remote access to the machine if they're out on the road or they're doing some type of background process that they want to have run all the time or if they have an application that they run all the time, I don't find it beneficial for the client to be turning their hard disk off after 20 minutes. I don't find it beneficial for the machine to go to sleep after a brief period of time because it affects the performance of the application. So depending on your needs, if all you're doing is surfing the web and you don't really care about what is happening in the background, put the machine to sleep. It's okay, especially if you're on battery power. Now, if it's plugged in, I don't care. What I would then do is when you're done using the machine, that's when you make the choice as you suggested. You can click on your start button and you can choose to power the machine off and choose what you want to do. Normally during the week, what I do is I put the machine to sleep after I've done my backup routine. So I'll click on that power icon and I'll say, go to sleep. And the sleep stays on but uses low power. Apps stay open, okay? But those apps, uh, when the PC wakes up, you're instantly back to where you left off. That's essentially what sleep is. It's basically allowing the computer to go into a low power state. It's not going to use your battery up. It's not going to absorb a lot of resources. Your screen will go off and it doesn't burn the uh, screen in as it usually did. Of course, screen burning is not an issue. I don't really care much about screen savers and all these things with LCD screens. Back in the day of CRT, that's when the cathode 
ray tube would burn the phosphor right into the screen and you would see screen images even when the screen was off. One of the issues they're having today with newer OLED displays on phones. But you don't have that issue anymore with LCDs. And as a result, you don't have to worry about screensavers. Screensavers are essentially beautiful things that people like to look at. But as far as functionality, don't need them. So I would put the machine to sleep. If you're going to sleep, let your computer sleep too. Otherwise, during the day, leave the machine on. I keep the hard drives on all the time, especially SSD. You don't have to put an SSD drive to sleep. It has no mechanical parts. Why put it to sleep, right? Now, with mechanical drives, you might want to put them to sleep to save some power on those, as well as save some lifespan on the drive. The drive spins up when it's needed, and that's what you need to do. But if you're doing backups, things of that nature, keep the machine all the time. If you have a specific need, hit me up. This has been your Tech Talk Tip for Welcome Wednesday. Appreciate it, Bernie. I have some great Record with Friends calls scheduled today at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. I'm going to have coffee across the pond with my great friend, Sir Paul Omani. I'm looking forward to that one, Paul. And it's going to be a great get-together. I haven't seen you in a while. And uh, actually, I've never seen you other than looking at your beautiful face on uh, Periscope and uh, pictures, whatnot. Uh, we've never met in person. I had the opportunity to meet Mr. Irishman Bernie Goldbach. He came to the States, but uh, you haven't made that happen yet. So looking forward to the next best thing, a record with friends. Also, today, I'm going to be on the phone with my friend Art Castillo at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Art is going to share with us his secrets to his fascinating recording quality that he's now getting. And he has a tool that he's working on that may be just the tool that you're looking for to make your quality just absolutely outstanding here on Anchor when you do your recording. And it doesn't require a microphone. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that call because I'm really looking forward to it. Art has years of background in acoustics, in radio, in recording, and he has some experience that he's willing to share with us. So I think you've already heard the quality. You know how good he sounds when he's recording, both on call-ins as well as his standard station. So if you don't know Art of IM Radio, we had the opportunity to do a record with friends, me and Kevin Touch, the other day, a couple Saturdays ago, and he was a uh, great candidate, was capable of uh, offering up some great newbie stuff because Art's not been on Anchor that long. But he is absolutely setting his mark here, and I look forward to speaking with you, Art, and it's going to be a great call. So, a couple great calls coming, but it is Welcome Wednesday. So remember, Welcome Wednesday, we invite new people, people that have just gotten on Anchor, to call in. Let everybody know what you're doing. It's an opportunity to enjoy two things. Number one, the Record with Friends feature, which is one of the most outstanding features you can find in a podcasting app anywhere. And that's exclusive right now to Anchor. You need to check it out. You also want to be able to meet new people. And this is a great way to do it. Why not? Call into the station. Let me know you're interested. And I will do a record with friends with you. Let me know what time you're available. As I said, I have a call scheduled at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. It's going to last uh, you know, up to 30 minutes. And then I have a brief call. At 1.30, but any time in between those calls as well as after, 
all day long. We can do this, okay? So let me know what your schedule is. Be happy to hit you up. If you're working, hit me up after work. Look forward to inviting you in. Let's have a great day. Welcome Wednesday. Do your part. Meet somebody new. Let them know. Welcome them to the new school, right? That's what we do on Welcome Wednesdays. Doing some additional experimentation using the phone on a tripod, a mini tripod, and with pillows against the wall, I have the tripod on top of a dresser. And I'm looking to see if this particular style with a 45-degree angle on the phone, I'm not holding the phone up against my ear at this point. However, I have the phone as if it was inside a box, but there's no box. I just have the flat wall pillows against the wall, speaking in 45 degrees. I'm about six inches from the microphone at the bottom of the phone, and the phone is on a 45-degree angle in my tripod. Picture that. Let me know what you think of the sound quality. Now, this is an interesting test. This test is actually a makeshift recording box. I've taken a computer box. It's a Dell computer box, and I put a pillow in the bottom of the box. I put the box on its side. I have the same tripod arrangement, about the same distance as it did in previous test number one. But this time, the phone is actually placed inside the front edge of the box while it's on the side. Picture that. And I have the pillow in the bottom, and it's creating a recording module for me that's very cheap to do. Anybody could do this. All you need is a box and a pillow. Does this sound any different at all to you? And then I'm going to do a test number three with the phone actually next to my ear. And right now it's still in the tripod, 45 degree angle, six inches away. Pillow at the bottom of the box, box on its side, phone right on the edge of the box on the lip of the uh, lid. And uh, we'll see what this sounds like. Now this is test number three. I'm holding the phone to my left ear as I did in my previous test, but this time I have my face inside the box, okay? I'm actually recording with the pillow at the bottom, same arrangement as with the tripod, but this time holding the phone as I'm recording in the box. So it's as if I was in some type of recording uh, space inside a closet or whatnot. But this is a makeshift recording box, which is very interesting. So the deadening, you're not getting an echo in the box because the pillow's at the bottom. However, you're holding the phone next to your ear, no tripod required, and any of the outside sounds around the room, any fan noises, any other outside through the window type noises are pretty much deadened. So you get a very nice, quiet environment to do your recording in. If someone's in the background, they may be playing uh, TV, radio, whatever else is going on in the background, you'll likely be in a room, have this box, and you can do this recording anytime you want. Very cheap, very easy to create, and why not? How's this sound? Test number three. So I'd like to know, which option do you think sounded the best? One, two, or three? Okay? Uh, I have my own opinion. You could tell me. And you could also uh, tell me which option you think I might be using now to be doing this recording. Because uh, I'd like your opinion. Anytime you have a sound audio-based app... You want to provide the best quality you can without going overboard with expense. 
And I think this could be a very inexpensive option. Of course, Art Castillo is going to share his secret because I still think Art sounds better than any of the options I've offered up. And I want to find out what Art's secret is because I'll tell you what. We need to learn what that is. We need to take advantage of it, and uh, Art's willing to share it. So stay tuned. We're going to be airing that particular call later this afternoon. I have a call that we'll be recording, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Look forward to it. But you can give me your opinion right now by commenting in the comment section here in the discussion. Just put in number one number two, or number three. I'd like to know, and we'll get a consensus of opinion. And if you'd like to call in with your uh, comments, love to hear those as well. Hey, Avi, Frisk here from the Creators Toolkit, and I was listening to your tip about hands-free podcasting using Anchor, and I wanted to offer a little bit of a tip myself that I found a lot of uh, real success with. So, I actually use my Apple AirPods uh, as my headset, and I found that those are really easy. So I, I, I'm imagining it's the same thing if you have the regular Apple headset. But in addition to that, I actually bought the M, the Shure MV80, which is just a, a plug-in shotgun mic uh, that goes directly into the Lightning port on the iPhone, and it's been like game changing for me. Like. I also really take my phone on the go and you know like if I'm doing stuff for video if I'm doing voiceover work for maybe a YouTube video I will just use my phone as well because the sound is just really really good from this you know little tiny device I found it uh, to be helpful Hey Frisk thanks so much for calling in you know the Shure MV88 that lightning microphone is an outstanding microphone it's also a stereo microphone so it gives you some great quality recording although stereo doesn't work with anchor it certainly works in some third-party apps and uh, you can get some terrific quality so that's one of the microphones I recommend (coughs) excuse me and it's available on my Avizon page if uh, people will want to check out askavi.com click on boutique go down the Avizon A-V-I-E-Z-O-N in the menu you'll find a number of different microphones and the Shure MV88 is certainly one of those potential options so I appreciate your input I'm glad that's working out for you and it is a very versatile microphone especially for phones with the lightning connector terrific stuff man thanks so much Jeff Luzada of Think to Startup. Jeff, how long have you been on Anchor? Uh, it's literally been all right. So here's the thing: I actually downloaded Anchor when they first started, like a year, two years ago, a year and a half ago. But I have just jumped on Anchor officially about and two hours ago. Okay, that's fantastic. <laughs> I'm I'm glad to welcome you back to version two, right? You were yeah, was, you, you got on on version one. How were you introduced to Anchor back uh, way back when? Do you remember? I was browsing. I was browsing through the Play Store, and I was browsing the beta set, uh, t- apps, and I found them and I downloaded them. Before then, they weren't as robust as they are now. And I was actually just browsing the website. It seems like they're doing some pretty amazing stuff. It looks great. Oh, yeah, they've gotten a lot of uh, funding for uh, venture capital, and uh, mm-hmm. they're really doing a job. They're building up the team, and the app is getting better and better every day. So we never had this feature, Record with Friends. Do you like it? Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it makes it so much easier to connect with other people. Yeah, no question about it. And I, I use it 
very effectively. Dr. Dan, if you haven't hooked up with Dr. Dan of Anchor Talk yet, you want to favorite his station along with my cohort, Eileen, I-L-E-A-N-E. We both host a uh, blog now that Dr. Dan invented uh, called anchorbootcamps.com. So at that uh-huh. site, we answer a lot of questions. So you may be able to get any answers to things that may uh, catch you up to speed with the app. And uh, we're here also. I do a call with Kevin Touch on Saturdays at 3 p.m. like this, and we help brand-new anchor mates come on. I don't consider you a brand-new anchor mate, but you're pretty close because even though you are familiar with the app, you're uh, just getting started again. So it makes it uh, very interesting. So, Jeff, where are you located? I'm located off the coast of Massachusetts in an, on an island called Cape Cod. Oh, that's a great place, man. <laughs> that's a great – you're in good company up there, man. So you're there all year round in this kind of weather too? Yep, all year round. And what do you do up there? So right now I am starting the Think to Startup company where we help people take their business ideas into the marketplace but up until now, I've been working on side projects with other people, uh, consulting and giving advice on their business and starting their business. But this is kind of like the first, my first actual business that I'm pursuing uh, on my own. Well, that's fantastic. So your your plan is to be uh, global in nature. You're going to be an Internet-based company? Absolutely, yep. Oh, that's great because there's not a whole lot of customers in uh... – Cape Cod this time of year, right? <laughs> no, no. At this time of year, not really. And all year round businesses are more of a, more of a, I'd say, in the hospitality and the food business. Exactly. Most of them are closed this time of year. Sure. Yeah, that, yeah. Make, that makes sense. So that's great. So uh, think to start up. What is the ambition in terms of, of the background on that? Tell me more about that. So basically, I have been studying rigorously, and when I say rigorously, every day on how to create a business from an idea, how to go through the process of bringing an idea to the marketplace. And my studies have included books. I've taken online courses and have talked to people, watched videos. And actually, I was just watching a video yesterday with the interview of Jeff Bezos, and he actually pointed out that the hardest part is executing that idea. And so that's what I want to pursue and become an expert on because I do find that the more people I talk to, they always ask, what's the first step? And so with the ambition of Think to Startup is to become a global company, obviously because we're going to be internet-based and develop ways that people can, easy, easy ways, easier ways for people to find guidance, mentoring, coaching, However, whatever format that comes into fruition, but helping people bring their ideas to the marketplace. Well, that's fantastic. So you should have some terrific collaborative possibilities here on Anchor to be able to allow you to do that, bring maybe some uh, additional expertise into the fray, as well as be able to coach people and offer uh, that interaction audio-wise in your blogs and whatever else you're doing. So I, I think Anchor is going to be a great tool in your arsenal. Uh, yeah, to support you. you. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I certainly welcome you, Jeff, and I really appreciate the opportunity to have you on the record with friends today. And if there's wow. anything I can do to help you in any way, you make sure you hit me up. And I'm uh, I favorited yeah. your station, of course, and I'm going to be listening in because I think uh, 
people are going to find this extraordinarily interesting. The topic of your station uh, will apply to a number of entrepreneurial style types, as well as probably in their everyday life. They don't necessarily have to have a business to use the strategies that you're using because a lot of people just procrastinate. They have a great idea, but they don't know what to do to launch it. And I think you're going to be able to offer them some uh, tactics and techniques that will definitely work. So it sounds great, man. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point because the, what, the, what I want to do with the episodes is not only give people the academic about what makes a business and what makes an idea successful, but there's a huge mental part of it that plays a factor in it because especially for people who are just starting off. So I also want to incorporate both like the academical and also like the mind tactics and the mindfulness that goes behind the, behind it. Well, congratulations. I'm glad you're back on anchor. Stick with it. If there's anything I could do, like I said, to help you in any of the strategies portion of the technical side, I'm here to do that for you, my friend. And uh, thanks so much for giving me some time to allow you to speak to uh, my audience today. And uh, now a good chunk of them will become your audience as well. So I appreciate it, man. You're going to be able to listen to this and echo it back to your station. And I'll also provide you with the link to this. Uh, Hit me up. uh, You can uh, tweet me if you like at A-S-K-A-V-I-E. And I'll tweet you the link to this particular segment so you can lift it up through the clip tool. I don't know if you're familiar, but Anchor version 2 now has a clip tool called anchor.fm slash clip where you can bring audio in from the outside uh, and anything you may have done outside in YouTube or whatever, excuse me, can uh, you know be lifted right into your episode. So it's a pretty great opportunity to uh, share yeah. audio. All right, my friend, have That's a awesome. great day. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. Take care, man. Take care. Well. All right, bye-bye. Good afternoon, Avi. This is Trina at Talk Up with Trina, and I have a tech question. I have been having issues with um, listening to my own dial. I can listen to everybody else on the dial, but when I put, when I press to try to listen to my own station, I can't listen to the current station. I can listen to the um, things that I have. Um, in the archive and I, I can listen to episodes but not the current station can you help me or, or is it my phone is it anchor i'm not sure what it is but i need some help please sos trina glad to hear from you today and i'm sorry you're having the challenge that you're having with anchor and playing back your own station so a couple questions i would have for you number one i don't know what type of device platform you're on whether it's ios or android i found on my samsung galaxy s8 plus that oftentimes it caches the audio And what I mean by that is it stores previous versions of my station. So when I go to play those uh, segments, it plays older stuff, not the most current stuff. If it's not playing any stuff for you, regardless of what platform you're on, I would suggest shutting your phone down completely and then bringing the phone back up and testing it again. If that doesn't work, I actually remove the entire app from my phone. And you do that on an iOS, simply removing it. As long as you know your username and password credentials to log in, you will not lose anything. All of your voice and uh, audio and episodes are stored on Anchor servers, not on your local device, so you have nothing to worry about. Just eliminate the app, 
re-download it again, and that normally clears out the cache and gets you back up square. If that doesn't work, I would send an email to support at anchor.fm, letting them know the challenge you're having because there is something uh, peculiar about you not being able to play your own stuff and being able to play others. <clears throat> I would also test, go out to the web interface, go to anchor.fm, uh, and log in with your username and password. See if you could play the audio through the web from your station. And if that, in fact, is the case, then you know your audio's there. You just can't hear it through your app. And again, a case in point to contact Anchor Support. Hopefully that answers your question. If you're having any other challenges, please hit me up. Look forward to helping you anytime. Avi, this is Oscar from Thoughts on Hospitality. I actually got a question regarding safeguarding your your episodes or anything that's being uploaded. Because actually what just happened to me on Anchor was I recorded my, my segment and it failed to upload. Anchor, the app, failed to upload my segment. And now it's lost in the ether, I think, at least. I think it is at least. So I'd love your thoughts on the matter. Thanks, Avi. Oscar, there's nothing more frustrating than taking the time to record a piece or a segment and not being able to lift it up. Oftentimes that used to happen when we were not on Do Not Disturb and we'd be recording and suddenly a call would come in. It would knock you out. Uh, Anchor's been updated to prevent that from happening. But there are times when you lose a good signal and you don't have good internet connectivity, and when you go to lift your audio, it just doesn't go. Sometimes if you wait to get to a connection, it will allow you to lift. However, if not, it's very difficult to tell. I would have to say it's a rare occasion when you can't, but when it does happen, it's, it's not good. If you're doing something mission critical, I might suggest that you use a third-party app record it offline, and then lift it through the clip tool so at least you have a preservation of your file offline because remember, it doesn't get stored on your local device. When you publish, it tries to pull it from cache and send it up, and it doesn't get to store it so you can lift it again. So that's the challenge, and uh, you might want to try uh, just recording on your standard audio app that you have on your phone or downloading a third-party app to allow that to happen. And if you do that, you'll at least have the recording. You will have to use the clip tool, uh, perhaps save it to Dropbox, and then lift it up when you get back to a computer. But uh, otherwise, 99% of the time, you should be able to lift the audio, and it's unfortunate that you had a good quality piece that you weren't able to get up there. If it continues to happen, and I would just do some experiments with it to make sure that you have a good quality uh, connection, if it continues to happen, you're going to want to check in with Anchor and let them know that you're having this technical issue. Let them know what type of device you have, uh, what version of operating system you're having, and uh, you know what's going on, and they should be able to help you. That would go to email at support at anchor.fm. Hopefully that helps, and I uh, wish you some luck, man. Thanks.